Welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is on the two words that screw up your communication skills all the time. These words suck. We got to stop using them. Mostly men use them because their egos get to them and... All right. Before I get into what the words are, please head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review on this podcast, What I Love About Men. Scroll to the bottom, write your two cents. If this podcast is helping you, if it's bringing you value, please, it would really help me out if you could leave a rating and review. I would so appreciate it. Plus, I'll give you a little something-something if you do. Not that kind of something-something. Get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) Anyway. I know you, man. (laughs) Uh, Jumping into today's topic, what are the two words that fuck up your communication skills, especially with women? They are, I know. When you say the words, I know, you shut off your brain. You literally shut off a part of your brain that accepts more information to come through. So these words, this is why like when I first start with a new client, I'll say, all right, these are the two words you can never say. You're not allowed to say these words because when you do that immediately, like I said, mentally you shut off and you're not, you're not allowing yourself to learn new things. You're not allowing new information to come in. Um, and you're also staying in your own headspace when you need to learn how to be open to another person's communication. So what do I mean by that? A lot of you guys will be on dates and you'll be in your head thinking of, okay, what's the next thing I have to say to her? What do I have to say to her? Instead of being present with her in the conversation And instead of assuming you know what she's going to say or assuming you know what she's talking about, ask a question to get a new perspective. Make the conversation exciting by asking a question that digs deeper into it. You know, so often, I was talking to a client about this this morning, we assume that we know, and last night, both clients, we assume that we know another person We just because we know that person, we assume what they're going to say and we assume we think it means the same thing it would mean to us when in fact it doesn't. So when a woman starts talking about something, don't assume you know where she's going to go with the topic. Don't assume you know she has the same perspective as you do because most likely she does not. You know, so you don't know. You really don't know. You really don't know anything. (laughs) Hardly as much as you think you know. So it's best to stay away from those words because we will also use them as fillers for when there's silence or, or even when the person's talking. Um, you know, a person may be talking to you and you'll be like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And we all have this habit of doing this, right? Like I'm sure I still do this at times too, but it's the worst thing to do because it cuts off the person, you know, it distracts the person. It doesn't show that you're actually listening. It shows like, oh yeah, I know that already. Oh yeah, I know. I know. And you really, you really don't like it's, it's, you need to get a new perspective. You need to see it from a new angle because every single person that you have a conversation with has a different side of looking at something. The more curious you are, the more interesting you become, okay? In order to be interesting, you have to be interested. And that's really important in the dating world and when it comes to communication. Because if you guys stop asking, 
asking questions to dig deeper in the topic, then you lose it, right? And it's not always about asking questions, but it's about asking the right questions. It's about being present so that you're actually following that person in the conversation as that makes sense to them. You know, so you're not just asking random fucking questions. This is what I was talking about in a previous post or I don't know where I put it, but, um, but literally saying something like, um, shit, I just had a brain fart. Damn it. Okay. So saying something like, say you're on a date and you say something like, oh, well, did you grow up with any brothers and sisters or did you, oh, okay. Are you from California originally? Ah, is that your natural hair color? You know, like guys will do this. They'll just ask questions they believe should be asked on first dates or would make an interesting conversation. But the thing that you're not doing is digging deeper into the answer she just gave you. So therefore, in her mind, it sounds like, oh, he just like assumes he knows everything about that and he's moving on already. Like he didn't even dig into it. He didn't even try to to ask me about it or try to know more. You know, for instance, if you were to say, if the first question was, did you did you grow up here in California? And she said, oh no, I'm actually from the East Coast. Instead of jumping to the next question, dig into that. Say, oh, what made you What made you come out here? What do you love most about the East Coast? Who's on the, where's your family, East Coast or West Coast? Do you think you would ever go back to the East Coast and live there? Or do you think it's too hard because the weather is too great here? You know, like digging into it, then she, then she responds to that. And maybe it, maybe she starts talking about her family and you say, oh, like she says, oh, well, you know, I, I really miss my mom. So I probably would go back to the East Coast, if anything, to, to be closer to my mom. And then you could ask her, oh, what do you think keeps you so connected to your mom? See where I'm going with this? Like you're, you're digging into what she's saying. You're using her word. She talked about her mom. So now you're asking a question about her mom. And she mentioned the emotional bond with her mom. So you're asking a question based on the emotional bond with her mom. You're not just jumping to, oh, is that your natural hair? Like After she tells you about her emotional bond with her mom. That's why so many women feel like men are disconnected or not paying attention because there's this hop in questioning. Meanwhile, guys are like, well, don't you have to ask questions on first date? Yeah, you do. But like I'm saying, it has to be intentional. It has to be, um, it has to be digging into what she's saying. It has to relate to what she's saying um, and vice versa. You know, women have to do this with men too. Um, but this is what makes this is what makes communication skills great and effective is when you stay curious and stay interested. And that's why this whole concept of saying I know or believing like you know, just because you have a gist of like you have an idea of what the person's like, you don't know. You don't fucking know. You never really know. <laughs> Stop saying those words. Get those words out of your vocabulary. Okay? And I know it can be frustrating, especially when it's like a topic that you feel you should know or, or, you know, whatever it may be. Like I had a guy, uh, today I'll show, I'll give you an example of when I fucking fell for this. So I had a guy today and he DM'd me telling me about a body language fact, which, which I actually, which I knew, you know, but, um, and then I said, and I did happen to say, yeah, I'm aware of that actually. And this is what, this is the research I actually found on it, but I did initially have the mentality. Yeah, I know this. I know this. Like, don't waste my time. And right away, I caught myself and I'm like, okay, wait, but he has a different statistic than what you've studied. So maybe look into that, you know, like that's interesting. Um, And it's kind of like forcing ourselves to be more interested in things and more curious and always looking for different answers. If we feel like we know something, look for another way to see it because that's what makes 
that's what makes makes life fun and interesting and exciting is when there's unpredictability, right? Um, And when we don't know, because we need uncertainty in life. We need it. It's one of the six human needs. We have one of them. One of the needs is certainty. One of the needs is uncertainty. I forget the others right now, but, but it's funny that those two are, are the top six human needs. And and there have been multiple studies. Um, Tony Robbins is really big on these six needs. So I actually learned it from him. But when it comes to uncertainty, and I have a client that I'm taking through this, he's just so structured in his life and so calculated. And he always knows what's going to happen next. And because of that, he feels like, um, I forget the word he used to describe his life, but it was kind of like a word that that was kind of like monotonous, you know, like he was lacking like that rush. And I said, well, when was the last time you felt a rush or whatever word he used, you know, I used and I asked him a question and he said, well, it was probably this time when I did this or this time when I did that. And I said, can you name another time? And he brought up another memory and every one of those memories, it was an unexpected thing that gave him this thrill or this sense of risk taking. And it was exciting for him. So I said, okay, look, like, does this, show you now that you're lacking uncertainty in your life. Uncertainty is a human need and you only have certainty. You're not leaving any room in your life for uncertainty, for surprise, for adventure, for risk-taking, for going into something not knowing what's going to happen next. And we need that, guys. And, you know, words or phrases like I know crushes that need because we don't know. And the it's, it's good to be confident in things and it's good to you know, it's good to, it's good to know your shit. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to say you can never, you can never know, but just to use that phrase so commonly as we do, is really doing damage, more damage than good. You know what I mean? It's okay to know things. It's okay to be confident in what you know. That's important. That is important because you want that certainty, but to have, to just use the phrase, I know, I know, I know as much as we do is not good. Um, that's the point I'm trying to make here. So, So you need that uncertainty in your life. You need to not know. And when is the best time to not know? It's on a date, okay? That's the worst time to assume that you know the person already when you're just getting to meet them and you're just starting a conversation with them. So the worst phrase you can say is, I know, because, you know, you want (laughs) to, you know, because you want to hear their perspective. You want to be the curious one. Ask yourself, what would I say if I were super curious about this person? What's like a phrase that would show, that would, um, align more with curiosity than ego because that's that's another thing you know you want to protect yourself from being that guy who that know-it-all guy and many women go on dates and they have this feeling like oh he thinks he knows it all like his his ego is so big like that's such a big thing with women going on dates and I believe I personally believe it's because of this phrase or because like guys just jump from question to question and it seems as though oh they know everything about me like they don't even want to dig into it a little bit so be curious. Be curious. Curiosity is sexy. It's so sexy to go out with a guy who's super inquisitive and and wondering about you and asking all these questions. You know, you may seem like you're annoying her, but when you do it the right way, the way that I'm explaining to you, it's very attractive. Okay? The unattractive way is to hop from one question to the next when it doesn't you know, that the next question does not relate to her answer she just gave from the the previous question. You know what I'm saying? When the when your follow-up question has to do with the words and an emotion that she just used with you to answer the last question, that's what makes a sexy conversation going. When you ask a question based on what she just said and you carry her, you carry it on. Okay? So Pico just growled at me randomly. 
So that's pretty much it, guys. It's just get out of the habit of using the phrase, I know, because it really, like I said, it shuts off your brain. It keeps you closed-minded and you want to be the opposite. You want to be growth-minded. You want to be open. You want to stay curious, especially when it comes to your relationships, not only just with women and dating, but your family life, you know, your work life, your friends, all types of relationships and conversations are have to do with this, right? And this can either benefit you or fuck you up when it comes to your communication skills. <laughs> so please practice not using that phrase and finding one that fits you that allows you to stay more curious in your conversations with whoever that may be. So that is it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. If this resonates with you, if you feel like you're that guy who can't keep a conversation going and maybe needs some help, then hop on the phone with me because we can role play it out. You know, I can come up with a few situations where we can practice conversations going back and forth so that you can get good at this because this is so important. I can't stress how important it is for you to ask the right questions, especially on dates. So If you want help with that, go to um, sgdatingcoach.com. You can click on the contact tab, fill out that form, send it right to me. It takes two seconds, two minutes to be more realistic. Or you can just head over to IG and leave me a message at Steph Ganowski. I'd be more than happy to reach back out to you, schedule a time where we can have this phone call and really help you get better in your conversational skills. That's it. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world, and I'll talk to you guys soon.